Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this. So welcome to the show as that stopped at a bathroom at a gas station about 15 minutes ago and was able to find the toilet. I would also like to dole out a piece of advice. Um, if you have a friend that is like Ryan Lochte, um, I never say this, but pause the show. Pause the show. Delete their number out your phone. Take them off Snapchat. Block them on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You don't need that person in your life. But with that said, you are now tuned into another episode of It's a Black and White Thing. Um, I am your host, one half of the duo, A1. Um, you can listen to episodes of It's a Black and White Thing at SoundCloud.com slash A1, the LP. That's all letters. So that is the letter A, the word one, the, the word the, and then LP all together. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash A1TheLP, same for Facebook. Um, as always, we are in the MMP studios, the homie DJ Trey holding us down. Um, if you got a podcast he needs within the Kansas City metro area, do not be afraid to hit him up. Um, charges good rates, does good work. Um, also, I'm a part of a radio show that airs on Wednesday and Saturday evening, 645 to 715, at, on KCPZ Praise 95.3 FM. So if you're in the Kansas City metro area, please check me out on Wednesday and Saturday evenings. Or if you listen to this podcast and like what you hear and want to hear me in a kind of a condensed mode, because um, I only have 30 minutes, you can check me out at, uh, you can get the app Praise, not just search Praise 95 FM on your Google Play or um, your iTunes app or iPhone app, sorry. Um, so normally I'm joined by my sidekick, um, a Ward, but he is on his Hollywood thing right now. Um, he maybe he should be. I would assume he's gonna be posting his landing here in a few. But he is in uh, Pennsylvania. He's doing the slap battles, which he, we've heard you've heard him promote the last couple of times we've done the show. So you know, wanna you know wish him safe travels and have a good time. And then in a couple of weeks, he's headed to Canada for King of the Dot. Uh, which is a huge thing for him to battle franchise or the franchise. I don't know what he calls himself, but I'm just calling him franchise. Uh, so, you know, so in his stead, it's not a black and white thing. It's a black and beige thing tonight. Um, I got the homie Marcus. Team beige, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Team light skin yeah, in the we, building. White in uh, December. It might be black and white thing. You know? <laughs> that summer sun kind of wear it off, you know, your little, little light skin. Cool, cool. So glad to have you in the building. We appreciate you uh, subbing in, stepping in for us. Um, I don't know if you have if you want people to follow you. If you want to give out your credentials, you can. Yeah, man. I mean, I guess you can follow me on Twitter um, at Mark Ryan. That's M A R Q R Y A N N. That's part of my name. Uh, we didn't have spell check back in '82 when I was born, so parents didn't spell my name correctly. So you get the Mark Ryan like that. M A R Q R Y A N N. Same on Instagram. Same on every other platform. Hilarious. So A Ward just hit. He's he's at his uh, layover. He's in. Baltimore right now so that's hilarious that right when I said he should be checking in any minute and then like he just hits us up so wow so how about that that spidey sense is working that connection that co-host connection <laughs> so um so yeah so we got you know got a dope show for you this week you know it took a couple of weeks off because again Hollywood you know he's he's a man about town he's always got something going on so we and once was my fault we couldn't link up a couple of weeks so got a jam-packed show for you so as always I'm going to try something new if you want to reach out um, to me, again, on Twitter at Twitter.com, A1LP, or Facebook uh, at .com, A1LP. Um, hit me up with, with things you like about the show in the SoundCloud comments, or you can, um, excuse me, you can 
hit me up on Twitter and hashtag Black White Podcast with any uh thing that you found funny, anything you want to share, any comments, whatever. So hit us up, man. Um, we've been getting good feedback from the last couple of shows, so we appreciate you guys listening. Continue to listen um, to us do our thing. So going to jump into it. Um, as always, going to go start off with what I learned this week. And what I learned this week is not necessarily something I've learned, but just just some random thoughts of mine, right? So obviously, again, we're in political season. It's, you know, that time of year that uh, either you love or hate or you're just kind of apathetic towards, depending on your point of view and your sensibilities. But, you know, again, it's political season. And I just want to please, if someone could get this in the hands of maybe Hillary, you know, because Donald Trump provides us with lots of uh, lots of fun things to, to talk about and That's laugh about and discuss. So I want to hit you up to you political types. I live in the state of Missouri. Um, so uh, Chris Coster and Eric Greitens are running for governor to replace the outgoing governor. Um, and I would like to tell us two gentlemen, please don't hesitate to be funny. Don't hesitate to be creative. Don't hesitate to be real. Um, so, for example, during the primary part of the, the season, I saw a commercial with the Chinese, two Chinese businessmen who were buying up Missouri lands and they were speaking in their native tongue. Right. He's like, you know, well, this, you know, Democrat or Republican, because of their lawmaking, allows me to come in and snatch lands from, you know, Americans. Right. And I was right. like, yo, like that was creative. Like that was kind of funny what you did there. And it made me pay attention. So don't be afraid, you know, instead of going, instead of going with the fear tactics or pandering to the people who are already going to vote for you, right. how about reaching out to those who may be undecided or who are neutral, who are not polarized, and be funny, be real, be creative, and maybe you can win an election. Now, Donald Trump and his people stay with the comedy, so I ain't got to say that. I ain't got to tell them that. So, Hillary, don't don't be afraid to be real. Don't be afraid to be creative and be funny because that that some of the people who aren't, going the crooked Hillary or she's about to die angle. Like that's one of the things they say about her is that she's not, she's not creative. She's not real. She's not funny. She's just kind of robotic. So there you go. That's, that's one of the things. Be funny, be creative. You know what I'm saying? Secondly, secondly, so I'll, me and uh, the homie Mark, Mark, Marcus. Who's Mark? I was thinking about your, your uh, Twitter, Twitter name, Twitter handle. So me and the homie Marcus, uh, we are both incredible and big fans of Bomani Jones. We listen to The Right Time, his radio show. Um, I don't know if you listen to The Evening Jones. I do watch The Evening Jones. So a couple of weeks ago, he had on this show, um, this was back when Jordan Rogers, Aaron Rogers' brother, was on The Bachelor. I've already seen a magazine cover that said they've already broken up. Seriously? Yeah, I, I saw that last night. I was in a store. You know, you always look at the rack. It wasn't so, like an like Inquirer, though. Like. Uh, Inquirer been on it, though. I think there was one. That, was they the one that broke the Tiger Woods joint with them or TMZ? It was one of them two. Almost, if you ask me. Hey, I'm just saying, Inquirer, hey, they get it right sometimes. What's the What's the other one? It's like the Inquirer, the something Sun Weekly. Oh, now know. Us Weekly is like a is like a gossip rag. So it's gotcha, it's. Gotcha. But it's a, it's a couple of those uh, questionable right uh, right, sources right, right. that's right. out there that I actually enjoy kind of watching while I'm in line. Because it's like, all right, do I look at this magazine or do I buy these MMs? So <laughs> I try to look at the magazine more. I hear you. I hear you. So anyway, I di- we digress. So Bomani was, um, he was talking about The Bachelor, and um, he mentioned to his producer, Shannon, he goes, do you watch The Bachelor? Is that one of those shows your wife makes you watch? And, and Shannon <laughs> went, nah, nah, she don't make me watch that one. We don't watch that one. 
But it made me want to ask you guys, and again, you can reach out to us by hashtagging Black White Podcast. What's the show that you watch that you're afraid to admit to other people that you watch? So because I like to share, I have no problem admitting that there are a couple of shows that I watch with what I fake watch, and I'll explain that in a second, and that I actually indulge in a little bit, right? So I fake watch with my wife. She's into the show called Pretty Little Liars. It's based on a series of books, um, and it comes on ABC Family. They changed their name to something, something Freeform. Freeform. Freeform, right. So um, Pretty Little Liars is about these four girls in high school. A girl dies. They are suspects in their murder, and it's kind of like they're this person named A or this group of people named A try to kill them every week. So we watch, well, I shouldn't say we, I fake watch that show. I actually like to watch my sister-in-law and my wife watch that show just for their reactions and conversations during that time. Um, so that's one show that I fake watch, and I'll sit down for five minutes, and I'll be like, what's, so what's going on now? What's going on now? And so she'll tell me, and then I'll walk away, go do something else, i come back. So what's happening? The show that I do indulge in, and I have no shame in admitting this, Sad, man. I have no shame in admitting this. I watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians from time to time. I don't catch every episode. I don't watch every episode. I did watch every season of Chloe and Lamar when they had their own spinoff show. Um, I feel like Chloe is my favorite Kardashian. Me and my wife have this conversation all the time. Yeah. Chloe is the I one on that, yeah. that I would date if I had to choose between which of the, the three because she seems to be the most fun, the most spontaneous, the most outgoing. Um, and she seems to have, you know, out of the three, she has the less drama. Which is weird. Which is weird, considering what's going on with her and Lamar. Right, right. But, you know, that would be the one. And so, like like I said, I don't watch every episode, but I do. If she's watching it, I will sit down, and I, I don't necessarily have to ask questions. I know right. what's happening. I'm following the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they're in Us Weekly, I might pick the magazine up and see what's popping with them. I I respect their hustle and their grind, even though it may be a little shameless. So that is the show that I am not afraid to tell people I watch. So I'm going to tell you something. I used to be, I used to be that guy I didn't want to admit that. I used to watch Gossip Girl when it was what? on TV. What? I'm sharing. I'm giving you getting it all. What What is happening right what? now? Oh, man. I'm like, what is happening? Like, okay, Pretty Little Liars. Okay, uh, whatever, you know. Gossip girl. So let me tell you something. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what changed my life. Let me tell you what changed my life. I used to. I used to be. In, I used to be in the closet about watching Gossip Girl. I'm on Twitter one night. I see Thizzle. Thizzle on Twitter. Nah. The ex. The ex hustler. No. On Twitter. Talk. No. 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 Hold on. He. He's like, man. This Grey's Anatomy episode got me jacked up. I said, what? The ex stuck. The the D boy. Is watching Grey's and that I said, well, shoot, I can tell everybody I'm watching Gossip Girl. I'm good. No, 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 no. Grey's Anatomy. It's the same thing as Gossip Girl, bro. All right. First not. of all, it's not. It's first not. of all, I need proof of that tweet. For first of all, it's a, from a long time so ago. Yeah. I need proof. We need more people. I need. Second, it. I, gotta, I don't know. Second how to find of it. all, both of y'all disappointed me. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Wait, I haven't gave you mine yet, so how did I disappoint you yet? No, I mean, talking about Thizzle. Thizzle. Oh. Thizzle. I'm going to tweet him. I'm like, Thizz, remember but, you used to watch Grey's Anatomy? Like, I got the homie. I need the receipts. Yeah. I need the receipts on that. You know, I think I got some, but I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, so I'll turn it over to Marcus. Those are mine. Those are the two that I'm I'm, I'm willing to admit that I watch. All right, so I'm going to give you my two, and I think my first one is kind of on the long lines of yours. You know, it's kind of one of those bargaining things where you do something for your wife so that, you know, when you're sitting in front of the TV watching 
me football from Thursday all the way to Monday. You know, you kind of be like, well, you remember we watched this show together. Anyway, uh, so my show that I like is Married at First Sight. And my wife watches that show. Now, I, first I was looking at it. I was like, man, this is shameful. This is crazy. But it's crazy. Like, yo, in six weeks, y'all go from, you know, well, you meet somebody at the office. Hey, how you doing? I do. And then you're off on your, like, quest to find love when you're already married. And it's kind of crazy because I came in on season three. You know, season three, there was just some odd couples in there. And there was one couple that was like, yo, they're going to actually make it. And they actually stay together at the end, but they end up breaking up afterwards. So it's like, oh, man, it's kind of messed up. But the track record for them is like no one has stayed together. And I even remember the first season, which is kind of probably, if I would have known this happened the first season, I would have watched the other ones, you know, just a little twisted. Um, dude got married, and he asked his wife about having fun with someone else in their marital, you know, bedroom. And... So he, he wanted like, the fiesta in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. He, want, he okay. wanted it out. He yeah. wanted the and fiesta so, in the bedroom. Right. Yeah. And so that was kind of like the downfall. I'm like, yo, so this is what we showing on TV? So, you know, yeah. So, but that was, that's my wife saying, so, you know, I'm like you. I kind of watch like, oh, yeah, you know, okay, baby, what's going on? But it is sometimes where it's like, okay, I'm actually into it. And then, you know, I got to, I mean, I'll be honest with you. There's sometimes I'm just like, nah, this is, this is bananas. And my wife's like, yeah, it is, you know, so, but, but my second show, though, my second show is my son. All right, so I have a seven-year-old son. You know, he's an all-boy, 100% boy. Okay. One of his favorite shows is Teen Titans. Teen right? Titans is dope, though. So I love watching Teen Titans, and I got mad at him because he got in trouble, and he can't watch Teen Titans anymore <laughs> because he don't know how to act. And he behaves, and he try to do exactly what they're doing, and he says some of that stuff, and I'm like, son, we don't see And I'm sitting there like, yo, I like watching the show, but I can't just – my, I can't have my wife roll up on me while I'm sitting there watching Teen Titans. None of the kids are home. I can't do that. So I got to wait till he watches the show so I, I can watch it with him. I don't know why not. I mean, you know, I just, I mean, look, I, I, I get the question asked at least twice a day already. So, you know, I don't need no extra time. My wife says, how old are you? Like, literally, she's like, how old are you? I don't need her to keep asking me that, man. I just, you know, but I love watching Teen Titans. And so I'm sitting there getting ready, getting kids ready for, for school and laughing. And then she's like. Get your, get your life together. So those are my shows, man. So they're nowhere near worse than your shows, though. I mean, your shows are terrible. Hey, like I said, Thizzle was tweeting about Grey's Anatomy. It's it changed my life. It's the same thing, though, man. Bro, it's Thizzle. Gossip Girl and Grey's Anatomy are both, they're the same show. What the pull? What they're the, pull? the same. I mean, they're the same. They're, they're dramas that involve people, that involve the same five people all dating each other. Like, is that Grey's Anatomy? I mean, that's Grey's Anatomy. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen I mean, it's set, it's set in the hospital. Anatomy. It's said in the hospital, um, the dude that they, the McDreamy dude that they killed, um, like he was married, but then he had an affair with Gray, and then they hooked up. I do not watch Gray's Anatomy. I just know. I just, just know these things. He just knows. I'm I a pop culture guy. So I know I, a lot of I things. I actually was curious. They said they killed the dude? Yeah, McDreamy died like two seasons ago. For real? Yeah, they killed him in a car crash. I definitely didn't know that. Yeah, like two seasons ago. I keep my up sister, with these things. My sisters definitely watch, so I kind of know the characters. But I didn't know that. That's yeah. I, watched, I watched like the last one minute of it because you know, I watched. Now I'm going to tell you something. Right? Oh, so, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And so, you know, that the DVR shows that last like minute. And right, right, minute. right. That's about all I've seen, man. Scandal like that ain't, you know, ain't, it ain't, ain't nothing to brag about. It's not. I mean, but, you know, at least there are more people and more dudes and that's watching that than so, Pretty Little Life. Right. You're right. You're right. So, so I want to say this. Grey's Anatomy had an episode with like, um, 
it was a somebody a bomb. A bomb got implanted in this dude's chest. Like he wasn't a suicide bomber. I think somebody put it in him to try to create like some kind of terroristic plot. They got it out of him, and they were trying to like you had to be like super steel because it was charged to blow up. And so they had it in the in the bomb box, trying to get it out of the hospital, and it blew up. Like that is the only Grey's Anatomy episode I've ever seen. It was a two parter. Joint was crazy. Can't lie, but I was like, nah, I can't get into the show. Like I, I had other shows, How I Met Your Mother, and other things like that that I was rocking with at the time, and I couldn't get in. I couldn't fit it into my schedule. But anyway, See, but Trent. But that's what that's what makes me so crazy because you rock with How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. But with because I mean I'm I'm with that. But I don't understand. Anyway, the show that my wife makes me watch that I kind of actually like mm-hmm. is uh, that Tamar and Vince joint. Nah. I, like, I don't know. I don't I don't like, I'm not a, she a Tamar fan. She says she's not a Tamartian, but she's a <laughs> Tamar like fan. That's, That's her fans. Her they're Tamartians, yeah. Okay. But she thinks that, like, our lives kind of parallel Tamar and Vince, I don't know, because I'm fat. I'm a chunky <laughs> dude. I don't know. I don't anything. Anyway, but that show, it ain't that bad. I just can't. They just be doing the most all the time. But um, a, a show that I'm not afraid to say that I watch, that I think I think is more people watch it than I thought watch it, mm-hmm. is Friends. I'm oh, actually, yeah. I'm actually currently, my wife looking at me crazy, Cause I'm currently rewatching all the seasons on Netflix. Bro, listen, I brought the Friends, but this is before they were on Netflix. I bought the DVD set twice. Some one of my friends borrowed it and never brought it back. I don't know which one it was. And so my wife, for a birthday, like two years later, bought the set for me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's still hilarious. Still hilarious. I'm, I'm enjoying every episode. The- the Every first episode. four seasons, I I don't say I won't know it by heart, but I can just pretty much, I was like I was in there when they wrote the script. The first yeah. four seasons, they used to come on Fox. The first four seasons aired on Fox over and over and over again. And oh again, yeah, and again, another show I've never seen one. Listen, it's funny with bro. the whole Janice Chandler stuff. It's hilarious. I mean, I'm gonna have to take your word because I've never seen it. You oh, could yeah. try it. It's on Netflix. I you mean, got Netflix, right? Let's I see. mean, could you, you know I mean? be more out of the loop? Could you be more wrong about the show? I mean, you should probably watch it. I see, I need we need a war here because we're like we're all we're the three amigos of friends. Like the last episode, like we spent like ten minutes like going over quotes, famous quotes from the show. So listen, I I was five seconds away from bringing friends trivia until I found out that a war wasn't going to be here. I was was going to test. I will, yeah, I, now, I was. Now we do that. that with the wire. We can. First we can do the wire is a dope show. The greatest show the of all time. Is probably the best show I've ever seen. Greatest now show of all time. Probably the best now show. Now we I've agree ever on seen. something. And the way Omar went out, it was the sho- most shocking thing it I've was. ever seen. It yeah, was. I hated the way they did that. I didn't want him to go out like that. Yeah. I would like to see the Omar spinoff. Personally, I would like to see how they follow up with season six, just because how the way they develop those characters to kind of be secular. Uh, no. Yes. Intertwine or circular, yeah. Where you know Michael became the new Omar, uh, Marlo became the new Bubbles and stuff like that. Just to see how all those Dookie was that was so sad, it was so bro. Man, like that was heartbreaking. That's that smart, but, and even how Michael even pointed out, like, bro, you got brains, yeah. you got the mind to do something, and he still chose that path right. to go down, and he ended up getting into drugs. And you kind of can see, like, man, that's what Bubbles was because if you remember Bubbles, 
he was real intelligent also. So again, yeah. we talk about the wire, man. We I, I we can take over your whole show talking about the wire. Uh, sorry. Although Omar was the most shocking way that we got, uh, the way Mike did a uh, 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 Snoop Snoop. Was the coldest way to go. Oh, yeah. Was the coldest way to go. But you talked to brother. That's me. He he learned well. So that was you know, I know hope. we got other topics and stuff, but all right, yeah, yeah. so so again, hit us hit me up, twitter.com A1LP, um, hashtag black white podcast with your embarrassing shows that you watch uh that you are afraid to admit. And we can share together. We just shared mine. Obviously mine seems to be worse than everybody else. I don't necessarily think Very so. Obviously. You know what I'm saying? But you know. Hey man, Gossip Girl was dope. Gossip Girl was dope. I ain't gonna lie, like it was a dope show. But anyway, we move on. So now we move on to some other things to the world of sports. Or actually, before we do that, um, Marcus, is there anything? Now normally this is awards uh, segment. Is there anything you're looking forward to? World of sports, yeah, life, I, whatever. Uh, I got, I got three things. I'm gonna try to make it real quick. I'm gonna actually work backwards from the list we got. The first thing is I'm ready for the election season to be over with. Like it is so depressing to say like these are the two foods that we got. And I know that everybody's like, oh, we have the Libertarian Party. I'm like, yo, he is whack, too. Like, so, I mean, we are choosing from, like, crap, crap, and more crap. And so it's like, you know what, um, I'm, I'm just, like, just through with it. And honestly, I'm also more, you know, I'm looking more towards the locals and uh, states uh, and also even the representatives because, you know, like, the, uh, there's a, a meme out there that talks about how 88% of the seats in the House and the Senate are actually up for grabs also. And if you think about the last eight years, it's been a gridlock between the president Obama because he's a Democrat and a majority of being a uh, Republican uh, House and Senate. So I'm eager to actually see them do something. And I know that a lot of people are like, oh, this presidential you know, election is more important than any other election because there's a possibility of two uh, judges on the Supreme Court that's going to get uh, picked. And I agree that that's important. However, some of these issues don't even make it to the Supreme Court right, right, if right. it gets handled within the House and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I'm ready for that to be over with, man. I'm tired of seeing these lame, you know, advertisements and stuff like that, dude. I'm so tired of it, dude. Be, be funny. Be creative. Be real, man. And I agree. Yeah, be funny and be creative. So the second thing I'm looking forward to, man, I'm looking for, okay, I'm, I, you know, I got the Royals shirt on. I got the Royals hat. I am a Royals guy, dude. Uh, you know, even fruit through the drought seasons, man, and, uh, you know, the letdown seasons of, like, the late 90s when we, they were in first place. And then you're like, oh, this is our year. And then they kind of just let us down. Um, all those years, man. So I'm actually eager to see if the Royals can string uh, together some wins, man, because, you know, we've been hot. You know, I think we won 12, 11 of the last 12 games. Uh, we finally swept a series, which is the first time we actually swept a series in, like, months, a couple in a month and a half, and we've actually on a two-series winning streak where we've won two series in a row. And so we got the Twins in town. This is a good chance for us to sweep them. And if we can get those three games, man, we'll be three games over, you know, 500 so. I'm eager to see what we can do, and it feels like the pitching starting to come to come along. Gordo's actually starting to hit the ball now because he was trash. Like, and I I don't know if y'all watch baseball like that, but yeah, Paulo Orlando has been killing. This dude is a monster, been bro. A monster at the plate. Monsterous, like, like crazy like, slugging. Where are you supposed to pitch like to him? At? Crazy slugging, mm-hmm. like yeah, dude, like, for no reason. Like, and I'm like, and his defense been. Oh, fire. And that's the thing. He's never fire. had bad defense. He just always kind of lacked some of that batting. But once he started putting it together, it's like – and he's fast on the base. So, you know, he is like the prototypical leadoff hitter where he's fast. He can hit anywhere. He can spray the whole park. And then also he can steal bases. So, you know, I'm kind of eager to see that, man. So, and my third thing, I feel like every year is our year when, I, when it comes to the Chiefs. Like, I'm, I'm that dude. I'm that hopeless – 
Chiefs fan, dog. That every year is our, this our year until it's not. Then it's next year. It's our year, right? So I'm really just wondering if the Chiefs can take over this AFC West, man. I mean, I feel like the door is swung wide open for us because Denver is not the same Denver team. And I know that everybody's like, well, they really haven't lost so much. You have lost a lot. When you mm-hmm. lost two of your key defensive players and one of their guys uh, just went down with an ACL tear, and he's out for the season on the D-line. And, and that was like the strength of what they're doing. So now you only have Wolf, who's already banged up on the line. And you got, of course, you got your two defensive ends. But now you don't have to double down on Vance Walker. And then also you don't have to uh, double down on um, on Wolf. You can kind of give more attention to your defensive ends coming out. And we're going to have our team stacked. And our line is going to be figured out. We got weapons on the outside. Alex Smith, he ain't going to turn the ball over. He ain't going to really do much else. But, you know, whatever. We'll see how that goes. Our defense is my question, though, which is kind of crazy because our defense has been our calling card the last couple of years. But I feel like if we can get – no, if we can go three – no, 500 until we get uh, Houston back, I think we'll have a chance. And if D4 can actually figure out how to play football on the pro level, we'll be all right. Um, our defensive backs, man, they look, they're young, but they look hungry. And um, Nelson, yeah, he looks suspect in that first preseason game. Cooper actually shows something, but you know. And then of course Marcus Peters, man, he's a, he's oh, a, he's how, a phenom waiting to just just yeah. break out even more than what he broke out last year. So I'm looking forward to those things, man. See, the first, I, I'm I'm with you there, but I think the first preseason game, to me, just embodied how I envision the Chiefs' season going. Oh, like, yeah. like it was going well, and then they was winning, and then at the last minute, I mean, this is like third, fourth string people who not gonna play. He gonna be selling insurance by the season start. Yeah, yeah right, right, but right. They, but they but they lost the game, and I was right. like, oh, that's just that's just how the Chiefs' season goes. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. But I do think the defense is gonna be the question mark yeah. this year. Offensively, they have like crazy weapons. Right. Barring injuries, I mean, but they deep in a lot of uh, right. a lot of the position spots. I mean, wide receiver is what it is. But then I mean, you got Tyreek Hill coming in, who's gonna be probably like the new Dexter McCluster or the new DeAnthony Thomas. I mean, though though he's still there. I mean, um, but there's in the, our division, there's no other teams that you know really scare me. And I won't, I won't say that. The Raiders. That's what I was about to say. The, the Raiders, Raiders are scary. some good moves where they have a good mix of vets and young cats. And you got Khalil Mack on one end. You got other cat, the, their other defensive end. I can't. I think it's Mario. Honest, uh, Mario Williams. Mario, is he so really in? Not Mario Williams, but it's like. Mario um, Edwards. So Edwards so, yeah, there you go. Mario Edwards. Jr. Then you got a def- you got the linebackers are pretty good. And you got Emerson. He finally kind of shows something. Your defense is uh, showing that they can actually play. And offensively. Man, who's going to stop Lamar? Who's going to stop uh, Latavius? Carr has shown that the boy can throw the rock around the field. They got Crabtree, which I can't stand, but he's actually decent. I think Oakland's defense is going to be legit. But I do, I, st- I still don't trust Derek Carr. Hold on. Before we get too deep, because we do have an NFL preview show coming, so I don't want to, you know, oh, yeah, I hate yeah, to yeah, cut yeah. y'all off. No, I hate okay, to cut yeah. y'all off because y'all was about to go dig. Listen, y'all was about to go through a whole AFC West. So the Chargers, oh, you know, yeah, we got another, we got a four team in the AFC West. <laughs> hey. Let me cut y'all. We got a we got a we got a we're gonna have the barbershop edition, and this time we're gonna actually post it. You know, before two years have passed, 
So we have a barbershop edition here at the MMP, MMP Studios. Have all the homies in, and they can give all their crazy, you know, thoughts on the season, things like that. So I had to pump the brakes a little bit. Pump it's the brakes good. a little it's bit. It's all good. My bad, man. No, no, you good. You good. I know you're a football guy. You yeah, you man. are both football men. So you get passionate discussing about football. And we are going to get into some football. So we're going we're gonna to get there. We're going to get there. All right. So real quick, I do want to take just a quick second. This happened a few weeks. Uh, I think it was a week ago it's or last week. Uh, John Saunders, um, yeah, who yeah. Um, worked for ESPN, I think it was for 15 years, a little bit longer than that. Um, he passed away suddenly. Um, people were not prepared for it. Like, I still don't know. I don't haven't heard anything about what happened, whether it was a heart attack or yeah what it was, but he passed away suddenly at the age of 61. And I just want to say uh, condolences to his family. Um, John is someone that I watched as a young man who wanted to be in journalism, yeah. who wanted to get into the field, was someone that I looked up to as, um, as a competent, incredible source of, for, for information. Um, watching him work the weekend desk for college football games, um, watching him with the sports reporters when he took oh, over man. for the great uh, Dick Schaap yeah. after he passed. And, um, you know, he was just somebody that I, again, as someone who wanted to work in that field, looked up to and admired. And I want to say that it's important um, for people of color to see people like right. John Saunders in places of prominence at a great company like ESPN. Um, and this next statement, you know, if you are a white, you can find tons of people who look right. like you because overwhelmingly in sports that there are white males. In leadership um, positions. In leadership positions and on, on prominent faces that you'll see on TV that you can right. look up to and aspire to. And that's not me trying to inject race into it. Right, it's right, just right. a statement of fact. Yeah. Like, that's a, state, that's a statement of fact. And so to see, um, I know Stephen A. Smith is seen as a, a lightning rod for criticism, but I am a Stephen A. Smith fan, even though I don't watch First Take. To see a Michael Smith, a Jamel yeah. Hill, even somebody like Whitlock. Well, I know Whitlock is, is probably like the godfather right now. Of of well, just in terms of, yeah. of controversial figures, yes, yeah, so he's kind of like the godfather of controversial yeah. figures. But someone like Whitlock is someone who, even though I don't agree with on everything, I can still appreciate his perspective and where he comes from. So, um, I thought you meant, thought you meant Wilbon. My bad. No, no, Wilbon. Wilbon's although Wilbon has gone old man on me with hollering at every. If you go, you know, he Get went ten for twenty line. for the he field. Does, he he talks about analytics. I'm like, bro, that's not analytics. It's just a simple. You know, his field goal percentage was fifty percent. Like, right. you, stop hollering about analytics. Um, but you know, Will Bond definitely. Um, so I mean, you know, there to to lose uh, someone, and I watched uh, the his and hers where they kind of did their tribute in the right. moment to him, and to hear Jamel talk about how much of a mentor he was right. to her, to Michael Smith, how he fought for their show um, with upper management, and how he not only mentored people of color, but anyone who right. thought he thought had promise at ESPN was um, was definitely inspiring to me. Um, someone else who's inspiring who happened to be a person of color was Simone Manuel, yeah. uh, winning the gold medal um, in the 100 freestyle. Um, and not understanding the history of swimming pools oh, in man. America, like kind of reading the stories about that. And I kind of knew about it, but to see what came out of the aftermath of that was like, yo, like I need to learn how to swim. Now, I'm one of those people who have a fear of drowning, like, I don't even like to get, like, my hair washed. Like, I'll wash my hair myself, but if my wife does it, I'm like, I need a towel over my face because I can't let the water get in my face. The water get in my face, I'm going to freak out, I'm dying, I'm drowning. Like, I no, 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 no. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have this irrational fear of water when, as it comes to getting in my face like that, like, where I can't control it. It's different when you're in the shower. Like, I can control that in the shower. But, you know, like, my son loves water, but because he has, um, he has uh, the tubes in his ears, like, we can't. 
allow him to be in water. But as soon as they're out, we're going to teach him how to swim. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to learn how to swim. Um, that's how I was inspired by her and like her story. And even they didn't even know like her. She asked her mom one day, like, why don't other kids at the pool at the swim meets look like me? And so her mom was like, I don't know. And so they got on Google together and looked it up and was like, whoa, like they the story doesn't out out say, well, yo, racism and segregation, yeah. you know, kept black people out of pools and kept them from becoming competitive swimmers. But, you know, it insinuates this fact that she goes, I didn't know that this was the history. And this still happens. Like, this isn't something that's dead. It still happens today. Right, right. Now, I'm even thinking about, like, I think it was last year during the summertime about in Texas when a black young lady had the McKinney, Texas. Um, and that they got kicked out because they weren't supposed to be there, right? And I'm just thinking about, like, people might not understand that significance. And I know we everybody cracks the jokes about, you know, the black girl that, you know, in the pool or, you know, black people can't don't know how to swim. But. It is a lot more to it than just, oh, they we don't, don't want to get swim. their hair done, yeah. being messed up, or they don't want to. It's a lot of more things in there. And so while there were pools that were open to our white brothers and sisters, they weren't open to us. Or, or if they were, they were, like, really subpar conditions. They were very they were very poor conditions. And then they also had, like, those secluded you know, or those special times that black kids or color kids could swim. So a lot of times they did have to go into creeks or to ponds or whatever like that to go swim. And so there is a you no, know, there is a historical background to while this is so significant to us. So and I and I do hope that there are a lot of people, a lot more people of color, especially um, well, black people that'll get into the pool and you know, try it out. And um, I think it it was a very significant thing to happen. Yeah, yeah. So you know, once again, uh, rest in peace to uh, John Saunders. Our condolences to his family and congrats to Simone yeah. uh, Manuel on a on a great Olympics, two gold medals, two uh, two silver medals. So. So with that in mind, we're going to flip over to our first topic, which are the Olympics. Um, and so we're going to – this wasn't on the docket. This, is, this story just kind of developed over the last couple of days or last three or four days. I think this broke on a Sunday. Um, but the major story of the Olympics right now is Lion Ryan. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my middle name is Ryan, and, like, he's just he disappointed me. <laughs> like, Come on, bro. Really? Ryan Lochte uh, told the story that he was robbed, that him and four other swimmers were robbed at gunpoint um, by men who were dressed as police officers. Um, they told them to get down on their knees, and he told them, I'm not getting down on my knees. Um, I haven't done anything wrong, which, okay. Um, and the story is unraveling. Now yeah. it's come out that he – uh, vandalized a gas station, urinated, urinated on the walls. Man. They were incredibly drunk. They weren't robbed. Um, and Ryan, now smartly, I don't know about the other these other boys. Smartly, even though this wasn't, you know, yeah, he got ghosts. He got ghosts. He 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 went back home, and the Brazilians were like, uh, "No, nah, we need you to come back." And he was like, "Well, you know, I would, but you know, I got this thing. I got this thing that's that's popping next week, and I just ah, maybe, yeah, you know, maybe maybe in a couple of months I'll be able to come back." Um. The other guys kind of wised up and were trying to get out the country when they was like, uh, nah, yeah, you, 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 yeah, you too. Um, we need you. We need to see you. Um, and so they are now in Brazilian authorities. Their passports have been taken. Um, and this story is wild. Like, I, 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 the jokes, um, again, you know, look, I, I hate to big up another podcast, but if you can go listen to Bomani Jones Bro. talk about this, it is hilarious. Um, but, yo, Trent, I think you have something you would like to say. No, I've just I I heard the story or seen the story on ESPN, but I'm very confused on why they lied to begin with. 
They didn't have to lie. They didn't have to lie. Like they could have just came back like nothing happened. And maybe and maybe the story does maybe the the Brazilians who were van whose store was vandalized, maybe they go to the press. Maybe not. I mean they gave them fifty one bucks. I don't know what fifty one bucks is supposed to do. Um, when you tear up the bathroom and tear up the sink and you pee on the walls and all that stuff. I don't know what fifty one dollars is supposed to do. Maybe they think that the exchange rate, maybe that's a lot of money um in the currency of Brazil. I don't know. I don't know, but you know, First of all, and the reason I started the show by saying if you have a friend who's like Ryan Lochte, you need to let him loose. Because if you're the mastermind, like you can't leave me high and dry. Like this isn't this isn't this isn't Team Rocket, bro. Like you can't just decide, well, things are getting bad. I'm about to bounce. I'm out. Nah, we homies. Like you got us in this mess. We ride or die together. Bad boys for life. Like you just can't decide. You're just gonna up and leave me. And then he I mean he just left him and and I, and I think the only thing that they were left with only one choice after he's gone, we got to roll on. We got to roll on. Like, yo, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, you, know, you left me here in Brazil, and they talking about like, keeping me. Like, you over there, America, free as a bird. I, I'm rolling on. When they would have said, we need you two to get off the plane, I'd have been like, it was all Ryan's right. idea. Listen, it. We, he, he was the one talking about let's get drunk, let's, get, let's have a good time. I would have I been making up stuff. He had the weed on him. I think he had some X pills. I would have been just whatever I can say to get my name clear and getting up out of here. I'm telling. Look, in third grade, he stole the Snickers. Look, what you want to know? Anyway. I got all the stuff. He in chicks DMs. What you want to know? Because I mean, it, it, the story is wild, and it's just like it didn't have to be. Like, why are you lying? And then the fact that they had the video showing everything that's going. On, I'm like, bro, this. And, and this is one of the things that you know, growing up now in 2000, and I say growing up. But growing up in 2016, you have to understand, for the most part, unless you're a police officer doing something you ain't got a, any business doing, there's somebody recording whatever you're doing. <laughs> there's always somebody recording. There's something happening, even in places like Brazil or where you think that it's not. There's someone always recording there. There's something that's always going to record you saying or doing something stupid. So, bro, you just got to chill with that, man. man. Now I'm trying to figure out, like, do they have any more races left? Nah, they were done. So, y'all go back to the, I mean, I guess, you know. I mean, but, you know, closing ceremonies, and that's right, a big right. deal. And, you know, you want to see all that. But, obviously, Ron was like, I know how this story ends. I'm getting about right, here. Right, right. I'm getting yeah. about here. Yeah, he didn't really have a great Olympics. Uh, all a uh, uh, side note, uh, the uh, conversion rate uh, from the U.S. dollar to the Brazilian real. Okay, we'll take uh, your word is, for it. It's three to one. So, he left them. Oh, well, he gave them a $51. So one hundred and fifty-three dollars. What's what's it called? Brazilian real or real? Well, okay. I'll take your word for it. I don't know. That's what Google said. I don't know. (laughs) So there you go. Um, while we're doing this, uh, boat's getting ready to run in the finals. But anyway, um, if y'all wanna, you know, I got the phone. I'll put my phone out. Yeah, I'm about to stream it too. But whatever, you know. But anyway, we we digress, but we'll continue. Um, but yeah, man. Again, like that story. Trent is like, I'm about to go to watch the TV. I ain't about to, yeah. There is a producer. But you know, man, you know, that that that's a crazy story, man. Like crazy, crazy story. And it didn't have to happen. So also, the lesson the moral of this story too is if you have a homie who dyes his hair blue, like don't, don't trust, trust him. him. Don't trust don't him. Trust like him. that that's someone who is not prone to making good life decisions. Straight up. So anyway, we'll we move on. We move on. So uh, but we'll continue talking about the Olympics. Um one is up real quick. I just want to say this. I don't know. You can hit us up, Black White Podcast, on Facebook or twi- on Twitter. Hashtag Black White Podcast. 
What's your favorite sport to watch that is kind of off the beaten path that you only watch every four years? For me, it's handball. I am fascinated by it. It's like a mix of basketball, soccer, hockey, because there's line, there's changes in between possessions. Um, there's a goalie. There seems like you can only dribble the ball twice and then take two steps and you have to pass it. That's my favorite sport that intrigues me. That I only that I say to myself, I need to find a handball league somewhere and and get in the sport um, that I love to watch. I don't know if you have one. I got two actually. One of them is table tennis slash ping pong. I don't know what what do they call it. At the they moment? call it table table tennis. You like, might that might be disrespectful. Like, to call it ping pong. Hey, oh man, I'm I'm sorry to disrespect any you know <laughs> ping pong table oh, tennis. Oh, oh, I just what? did it again, right? Yeah, there. yeah, ping pong. Ping pong. Well, there we go. Like I feel like I'm actually typoing with. Ooh, which, the you know, typo, that's an inside joke, you, you know? yeah, the typo kings, yeah, Shout typo kings. Um, but no, nah, I, I, uh, table tennis dude is just like fascinating because they be playing mind games with each other actually before they serve and stuff. They be doing all kind of crazy things. I, I mean, it's just fascinating to see that. And then also, man, I've been like on water polo. Like I'm, I'm impressed if you can do that because I was talking to my wife. It's like, yo, you do understand that they're not in like shallow end. They're in like deep water. 10 they, feet, 12 feet. 10 feet, 12 feet, longer than where they can, I mean, taller than what they can stand up in. And they are sitting there swimming back and forth, trying to catch a ball, trying to throw a ball, which is just all orange. There's nobody, there's nothing all orange, trying to do, man, I ain't And while, that's, while, while your defender's trying to drown you. Basically, yeah. And it's, I saw one game last, uh, it was USA versus somebody, it was a ladies water polo team. And I saw a lady, young lady, and she was hand, having her hands up like, oh, I'm not doing nothing. But she's leaning on the chick. Other chick, and she's like almost drowning. Like, is this legal? Like, there's no flags, there's no yellow card, there's no. So yeah, fascinating, man. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hit us up, Black White Podcast. What sports have you been fascinated to watch that are off the beaten path? Trent, we are we are behind, so do not tell us the, Shut the results, your mouth, brother. Do not tell us the results. So um, anyway, moving on, uh, to some of the. Oh no, what happened? What happened? What happened? I lost my I lost my notes here. Um, I think you're right, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, so moving on, actually, no, Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps dominance. Um, he has been, he's one of the, if not the most decorated Olympian. He's one of the most decorated Olympians of all time. I think 23 gold medals and counting. He may, he may, I mean, there's talk of that. He may show up for 2020 in Tokyo, I believe it is. Um, hold on, we're starting. I need y'all to pause for like 19 seconds while I watch this race, though. And, I mean, Boat is, like, dusting these cats, like, straight off the rip. Like, he's not even playing with them. No, nah, he's not slowing down. Like, he's not playing oh, with him. He's oh, not, he's not slowing down. Like, yeah, it, it's wow, not even like, fair. Like, like, stop running against him, dog. I'm like, like I'm like. Like, he. Like, he, and he slowed down. I think he hurt us. He, did he hurt himself? I don't think, I don't know if he hurt himself, but. I think he mad he didn't break the record again. Like, well, he slowed down, though. He slowed down. He, so. He definitely slowed down at the end. But coming off that first 100. Yeah, he was not he playing. Was, he was, he yeah, he was not playing. playing. But anyway, we digress. He so said back what, to, what my name is. <laughs> so back to Phelps. Um, one of the most dominant performances of, of, all, of, of all time, at least over a sustained amount of time, a period of years. Um, and I guess my question to you guys is, is he the most, is he the greatest Olympian of all time, in your opinion? Uh, 23 medals. Total, I don't know how many goals in the. It's in the teens. And so we kind of had a similar discussion about this in our group, where we talk about dominant versus greatest. And if you say dominant, I'm gonna say no. Um, but if you say greatest, and that means you know he accumulated the most medal, he can't uh, the medals and things of that nature. I would say yeah, he's the greatest. But let's be honest, 
he didn't dominate every race. I mean, I remember, I think, in the 2012 Olympics, he barely won one of those gold medals. He, even in this uh, Olympics, he barely won. So, yeah, he was good and he was the greatest. But when I think of dominating, I think of, like, convincing wins. And the only person that I can think of, and I'm kind of along the lines with Bomani, dog, is Usain Bolt. Like, only, like, even, like, and we're going to talk about this now, he gives cats, like, a glimmer of hope just to take it away from him. And I think that's Bane who said the only way, you know, you can think about, like, taking away somebody's hope, I mean, is, is crushing somebody, is giving them that little hope. And they think that, oh, in 100, oh, he, we can beat him. And then by that 50-meter part, he just reels him in and takes over. So, I mean, like, he dominates cats. He don't just beat them. And I think that's the difference. So, uh, it depends. So, I'm, I'm going to oh, – go ahead, go ahead. No, I think that that the the just the the opportunities that Michael Phelps has right to win medals or or he just has more opportunities than other sports. With that being said, he wins the opportunities that he has. You know what right. I'm saying? So the medal count can be skewed because there aren't many other uh events that you could win that number of medals in, even to participate in the same uh, uh, amount of events is, is Phelps. But I will say the dominating put, I mean, it's, it's definitely Usain. Maybe uh, this Simone B- Biles, Biles chick, Biles. depending on what her Olympic career looks like. But she smashed this, this Olympic. Crazy, crazy. Like, so, she almost fell off the beam and still got a bronze medal. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. So, the other name I want to throw out is Katie Ledecky. Um, I have I mean, to go back and double check. I don't think she – I think she has – every race she's run, she's run gold. So, she's like, all gold. Gold all in my yeah. mouth. And she gold beat her own record. Like, yeah. And yeah. talking trash. Which, yeah, yeah, and talking. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so, yeah. like, that – like the couple of races where it looks like she's the only person in the pool because she is so far ahead of everyone else. So, you know, look, I think to me, if if I'm ranking it, it's if I'm ranking it and people have to understand that just because you're somebody got to be second, like just because you're second doesn't mean that you suck or that you're not good. So for me, I look at it right now, at least at at this point, it's Bolt, and we're going to talk about him in just a second. Then it's Ledecky, then it's Phelps, then it's Biles. And it, and like there and it's and it's like it's like racing. It's like fractions of a sec, fractions of a of separation. It isn't like there's a clear one, there's a clear two. This is just my own personal preference See, for I'd, me. I'd put Phelps second only because Ledecky and Simone are new, are new, and they've only done it one time. And I can respect um, that. I can and, respect and, that. And I, but I'm thinking like Ledecky though has a chance because you know gymnasts they don't have the longest careers. I think uh, for the most part you do two Olympics, two Olympics, max, yeah. maybe three, but you're not like really pushing like for right. gold. All three. But Decky's like, what, 17, 18, 19? Yeah, yeah. Like, she's talking about going to school, and I'm like, for what? For what? Yeah, because, I mean, Missy Franklin was kind of like the darling four years ago. Right. She went to school, school, got hurt, and, like, you have, you, ain't been the same. you ain't heard nothing about her. So, if she's, like, if she look at the – if she takes a Michael Phelps, like, pathway, she's like, yo, I'm just going to do the next four or five Olympics, she might come out where she has more medals than this dude. And just think about that. He has 25, what, 25 plus medals? I thought it was, I don't know if, I think he ended at 23. 23, so 23 yeah. medals. She has an opportunity to break that. And just think about this, and you know this is even be kind of a, a bigger story, that there's the greatest Olympian, arguably, could be a lady. 
Hey. You know, some people are going to you know have some you no know, comments and thoughts about that, but I'm all for it. Like, yo, she's going to do it. She could be the greatest Olympian. But right now, Usain Bolt, Phelps, and I put Ledecky and Biles kind of top of that. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So I want to move on to one special point about Phelps. I almost recorded the show from my house when I saw this story <laughs> um, because I knew me and a we weren't going to be able to link up, um, and this story broke. And I literally, like, it was like the, the air horn, like the horns that they use to test out every Wednesday, first Wednesday of the month. Like some joints went off in my head, and I'm like, I oh, don't know, man. I I I kind of I, I need to I need to wait for the homie, but it's like, yo. So the story that I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry, can I interrupt? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Michael Vick. Uh, Michael. Michael Vick. Vick. Oh my goodness. Um, Michael Phelps. Uh, his medal count. He has 28. Oh, 28. My bad. He has, I was selling him short. He has 23 gold. Oh. Oh my bad. So so get get it right. Yeah, my bad. Three three silvers, two bronze. Respect, respect, Mike. So uh, so maybe I'll move you up to number two now. Yeah. So so get your life. <laughs> so speaking of Mr. Phelps, before the um before the Rio Olympics, he decided he wanted to get a haircut. <laughs> he decided he wanted to get a haircut, and on a recommendation from one of his swim coaches, uh, he went to a barbershop in Atlanta. Good job. Um, Good job. Yeah, I went to a barbershop in Atlanta, and um, unbeknownst to us, like this is one of those things that gets told later, it was a black barbershop that he went to to get his cut. Um, the owners of the shop, like guy walks in, he's like, okay, how can we help you? And he takes off the hoodie and the glasses, and we're like, oh, wow, right? And so, at you know, he has the black barbershop experience, you know, they have the conversation, ask him questions, and at the end, he takes a selfie that is a classic black barbershop selfie, if you've seen it. You got the homies. They still in their, um, they still got the barber cape on them as they're getting their cut. They're in the back posing. I mean, you can't see me, but they're in the back posing. Um, people throwing up the deuces. You know, people. It's a black barbershop experience. And so, first of all, salute to Michael Phelps for going to the black barbershop. Um, I think that's much respect for him for for taking uh, the initiative to visit. <laughs> it's a dope I picture. Just see the picture. For the first time. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, go Google that picture oh of Michael Phelps God. at the Black Barbershop. <laughs> like, it is the full, it is, it's the Black Barbershop experience encapsulated in a picture. It is a dope picture. They just missing the hustle, man. Where's, it, all they need was hustle, he man. Might he, might right. he, he might be in there. He might be getting the cut. The right. no, doing the, doing no, the right. doing the back. Doing the back of hustle, man. Hustle, man. <laughs> oh, so I just got a couple of questions. Like, is this his first time going to a black barbershop? Has he always gone to black barbershops? Like, like for real, like, Mike, can you enlighten us? Like, once it's over, you get back to the States. Can we? Can you sit down with us and talk about your experiences Bro. in this black barbershop? Like, what happened? Were they playing hip-hop music? Did they turn it down? So here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. There are two, cause there are two times in a black barbershop when it gets quiet, when, it, when the conversation dies down for just a second and if you are and if you have been a frequenter of black barbershops mm. you know exactly those two instances that i'm talking about so the first instance in a black barbershop when it gets quiet when the when the tone calms down for just a bit is when an attractive mom or attractive woman walks yeah. into yeah. a black barbershop now if an ugly woman walks in a black barbershop they all the guys look and they continue their conversation Attractive woman walks in. That's no offense to the ugly women. If you are one of those ugly women, we got love for you at the black barbershop. Please continue to patronize the black barbershop. But cute woman walks into the barbershop. 
All the voices lower down. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, my son, you know, he needs to get a quick lineup. Okay, so, you know, homie right here can take care of you. Second opportunity or second time when the conversation, the tone kind of dies down in the black barbershop is when a white person walks into a black barbershop. Shout out to the homie A-War. A-War gets his haircut at a black barbershop. And I'm pretty sure the first time, because they don't know oh, you, yeah. They don't know you when a white guy walks in a black barbershop. The tone dies down because they don't know what you're here for. Right. Are you here to serve me a warrant? Right. You know what I'm saying? Serve me some papers about yeah, yeah. child support? I mean, yeah. what, what is it? What is like, it? Something's wrong. Yeah, why are you here? What is your purpose? And normally, here's the thing. When a black guy walks in the black barbershop and they know who it is, hey, what's up, man? How can we help you? Who you looking at? You, you waiting on somebody? Right. You waiting on somebody? White guy walks into a barbershop. Yes, sir. How can we help you? <laughs> right. <laughs> This is the guy, and they're laughing because it's the God's honest truth. This is what happened when an unknown white. Now, if we know you, yo, Mike, what's, what's going up, with bro? you, baby? Yeah, what's going he, on? He probably got a nickname. He, he probably, probably got, got a nickname. A nickname you know? John John. John John. I'm telling you, every time. So when he walks in, how can we help you? I just want to get here. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. 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 Have a seat. My man over there going to take care of you in about five minutes. He got one in front of you. One in front of you. All right, you cool? Cool, right? So I just want to know, like, Mike, can you please enlighten us on your black barbershop experience? Because that photo is incredible. It is a dope picture. It is a dope picture. So that is my Michael Phelps Olympics coverage. My only hope is that he bought some bootleg CDs. <laughs> Yo, this, see, that's my, what I'm saying. Did the bootleg DVD only, man show up? That is my only like, did hope the boot this, that he got some bootleg DVDs. And somebody gave him a mixtape. Chicken dinner, too. <laughs> somebody gave him <laughs> a mixtape. No, no. How about the bootleg DVD man who hustled the dinners as well? Oh, yeah. Mike, hey, two for 15, you can get that. <laughs> and I got, two, and two, I got this fish dinner. Hey, I give, got me five, give me 15 minutes. <laughs> I, got this, I got this fish dinner. My girl, be, she ride around the way. She be here in about five minutes. And two, I got that, uh, that new uh, Justice League movie that just came out. You got, you I got, got that Suicide Squad. You got kids. I got Zootopia. Yep, I'm telling you. Got, uh, what you. You like Marvel, DC. I got I got that Justice League. It ain't even out yet. I got that Suicide Squad. <laughs> I'm telling you. So that's, that's what I need to know. When he gets back to the States, we need to have an all-access interview about, this, about his black barbershop experience. And shout out to the barbershop who, you know, in my research, I didn't even care to look it up because I, I just saw – Black Barbershop, Michael Phelps, and my mind just kind of just exploded. But shout out to them because they gotten a lot of exposure from him being there. Uh, I'm I, pretty sure. I have one question. Vintage Barbershop. Yeah. Oh, I'm, vintage. I'm, I'm, I'm That's right. Vintage. I'm already vintage. looking uh, My question is, what part of the land? Uh, it's gotta, well, uh, it's got to be the good part. Bucket, bank, or bankhead, that's a big difference. No, 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 no. You know, if Michael you Phelps. If College Park, that's a big difference. Michael Phelps ain't going to no bankhead. I he mean, ain't you going, know, he ain't hey, going hey, where T.I. was. You know, just saying, you know. No, no, it, it is in a good part because I okay. did read the article. Yeah. The article said that they've used that uh, shot, I think, for Selma. Mm. They were filming Selma, and this it's been used oh, in a okay, couple of you, movies. I want to say they use it in Barbershop, too, like in one I of was, the Barbershop I'm, movies. I'm looking at this picture, and I'm looking for Ice Cube. Right. I'm straight up. <laughs> Wait for him to pop up. So, yo, so that's my Michael Phelps Olympics coverage. We're going to move on. We're going to have to cut this in two and cut this episode in two because, like, this mug is going to be, like, super long. Because I know we got, like, probably almost an hour in and we haven't even gotten through so all of it. So we're probably going to cut this into two parts. But anyway, moving on, Olympics coverage. Um, so normally I do a, a good three minutes on the WNBA, um, but since they are in the Olympics, 
um, we don't really have anything to cover other than they balling. Like, that's really my, the extent of my coverage of the women of the USA is they balling. They killing right now, and it's not even fair. Buckets. buckets. Like, like, it's a buckets. layup line. It's, it's, not, it's not even fair what they're doing to the competition. Like I, I text my wife. I said, hey, are you watching the game? It's kind of close. She said, well, how much? What's the score? I was like, ah, they only win it by, like, 30. Like, and it's the first quarter. Like, right. I mean, yeah. what is going on? Yeah, like, I think against Japan in the quarterfinals, it was 48 to 46, and then they went on, like, a 48 to 13 run. <laughs> Um, so, you know, and I know the homie Dre gets something like, why do y'all cover? Because, again, this has got to be our niche, Dre. We got to get we got to get the people something a little different. And if the if the WNBA comes calling and want us to start covering them, you know what I'm saying, you can come with me. You can come with me to some games. I don't know how you feel about that. But, yo, but continue Listen, to rock with us. I got I got bad news. What's up? They only won by 19. Ah, yeah, hey, look, cool. and they and, – and That's uh, cool. Who's the coach for them? Is the dude from Connecticut still? Uh, Gino uh, Oriam. Yeah, he's going to go off on it. He's gonna go off. <laughs> yeah, it was it was only eighty six to sixty seven. They didn't even break a hundred either. So. They didn't even, so I mean, they was having an off night. Somebody somebody didn't uh, eat their Wheaties. Something. So there's a special report that I'm saving for A Ward. I'm gonna tease this. I'm saving this for A Ward when he comes back. That is a special report, a bombshell revelation that I found out about a particular WNBA player that I'm saving for him. I'm going to tease that and maybe tease that for y'all so y'all can come back and listen next week to what I got to tell A-War about, uh, about this particular WNBA player. But that's it. That's my coverage. They balling. So we're going to move on. We gave them about a good two minutes this time. So that's cool. So anyway, so we're going to move on. Actually, you know what? We got some more NFL stuff, but I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that for the, uh, for the Barbershop podcast, and I'm going to jump to something that's not on the list. Would you like some preseason scores? No, I don't care. Not, 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 not interested at all. Bro, I'm, about I'm, to, I'm sorry. For I'm Marcus's about sake. I'm going to slam your, uh, uh, your laptop down. <laughs> no, for Marcus's sake, go ahead and give him, it, give the junkie Appreciate his preseason scores. Um, the Eagles versus Steelers. Eagles 17, Steelers nothing. Bengals versus Lions. Bengals 20, Lions 6. Uh, none of these guys. Packers. Uh, 